0: Hello and welcome back to the Chris Ward Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 11, all things glutes and legs related to this as well. Um, I just want to say I've been putting a little bit more effort into scheduling these out for you guys, so I had pretty good response over the last one with Christian. Um, if there's going to be any guest on today, it's going to be my dog. She's literally sitting beside me now, so... Again, if she barks, I'm going to go absolutely mad. (laughs) So I want to say, yeah, this September, I am hosting my second 12-week fat loss and nutrition course. So in that, we work together to help you apply, understand, and just get a a little bit of education as well under the fundamentals of fat loss. And that's going to result in you ending up with a better lifestyle. And a bit more further in depth to your goals as well, to your goal being fat loss, if it is, then absolutely brilliant for you. Good opportunity to learn some stuff about food, nutrition, dieting, and just a little bit more complex complex stuff in regards to what your PT might, might tell you or to what you might know already. So, yeah, to check that out, guys, check the link in the show notes and click the link for September's priority. So, yeah, let's crack on with today's show. You are listening to the Chris Ward Fitness Podcast, where Liverpool fitness expert Chris Ward answers your questions and talks everything fitness, mindset, and nutrition to help you with your goals. Let's get to today's episode. So yeah, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while because glutes and and leg training, leg-based training is, I'd say, one of my favorite ones to do because there's a lot of there's a lot of science behind it and there's a lot of, of ways you can actually train your lower body. Um, those who neglect it often end up either more prone to injury or, again, if you're from a sport background, then it's absolutely detrimental. Uh, but we'll go into that in a while. But, yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a while because it's not just because it's 2019 and Instagram's full of, you know, booty builder bullshit or whatever. But it's just to really educate people as well on terms of how to actually train your glutes and how to actually train your legs as, as a as a whole item. So hopefully today it's going to give you some value on how to exactly do that. But yeah, my personal niggles with training legs has been a little bit over the past where I've had like a, an injured lower back or a sore lower back. And if you listen to this now and you can relate to that, um, Depending on what type of training you do, it can be important to to want to, to actually stimulate and work the glutes and incorporate a little exercise here and there into your program. That's going to overall benefit you. Again, my dog's just sitting here, absolutely chewing the hell out of Teddy. <laughs> then we back to it. Uh, yeah, so I've found lately that I've been focusing more on train legs and actually Train my glutes properly and as a result of that I've had no low back pains at all and that for me is a, is a huge huge success because there's nothing worse if your job's quite physically demanding and again you, your back stops that or you're injured or you've got to be careful what you do sort of thing so yeah that's my that's my personal personal findings with that Um, I've been targeting my legs in an approach of doing them unilaterally so unilateral leg training is where you train one side focus on one side at a time so for example uh, a leg press turns into a single leg press and so on and so forth and um, so yeah I found from doing that it's my legs responded really really well and if you're someone who's got one stronger leg than the other or has a muscular imbalance then Training your legs unilaterally you know, can can really benefit you on that point. So I'd maybe think about factoring in single leg exercises such as single leg lunge, single split squat. Uh, again, single leg press, single leg extension, single leg curl. Just it's a different ball game when you you actually separate the two. You can definitely identify your strong weak points, but yeah, the benefits of that are going to be if you do have an imbalance that's going to further up your progress rather than just loading one side heavier or just again like, mo- mo- like most people do but yeah, training your glutes this is something that people often mistaken for the beauty workout guide on Instagram sip from my tea there but yeah, people mistake training glutes a lot off you know, just getting, just buying a pair of bands and just just fannying around with them in the gym floor. Uh, I think if people were actually educated on how to to actually activate the glutes with the bands, I think that it will be a lot more of a confident approach to it, rather than just letting them lie in your gym bag for bloody months before giving them away. Uh, so yeah, activating your glutes. So the difference between activating your glutes and stimulating your glutes in terms of with load and weight it's going to be a lot different. So glute activation is something that is really important when it comes to glutes because it's important that the fibers woken up first and to get them, you know, switched on in terms of can you actually feel your glutes working there or are you just going through the movement. So bodyweight exercises such as kickbacks, you know, single leg kickbacks, single leg glute bridges, hip thrusts, frog pumps, hip extensions Lion abductions, because there's a study done by there was Brett Contreras on Instagram. Uh, he is a a glute, absolute glute god. In there's a study done in one of his, his ebooks I sells, uh, which, which I've researched. The the study done of a lion abduction with single leg activates more fibers in your glutes than an actual RDL, so. That's quite scary. <laughs> so, activating your glutes is a is a major important factor when it comes to exercising your glutes. Um, when you add bands to it, that just makes the resistance and manipulates the resistance on the way down, etc. And as far as you get with the rep, it does make it harder. So, don't just buy bands and then hope for the best. Buy bands knowing that you're going to end up manipulating the resistance on the way down from the rep. and. The way up. It's going to make it quite harder. Um, band of kickbacks. You see Instagram famous fucking booty sellers on Instagram. Do it all the time. It's where you get on on all fours. And you use one leg. Bring it right to your, your knee to your chest. And you kick your heel towards the ceiling. Now, if you do that with a straight leg. So if you, on all fours, if you imagine... Bring your, one knee into chest and then imagine imagine kicking the ceiling with your heel. Now, it's one thing moving your leg back and forwards, but it's actually imagining your glute doing most of the work, so it's actually actually thinking to yourself, okay, am I just fanning around here or can I can I feel my glute working and can I feel my glute activating? If so, cool. Go for you know twenty. 15, 20 reps, whichever, just three sets each leg, just get your glutes up a little bit. They're going to help you when you come to the, the main compound, such as the the hip thrusts, the single leg hip thrusts, the glute bridges with weight, and so on and so forth. And it's going to help you glute fire a lot more. So it's going to help you break down that, that muscle even more and create more metabolic stress for that. And it gets a blood pumping as well, which is quite important. So... Yeah, that's a that's a point of view of actually, you know, actually activating your glutes alongside here as well. Uh, but yeah, I found lately within my training that activating your glutes with certain exercises like bodyweight stuff with the bands. When it comes to doing them, you cannot feel it. Like that's that's my personal findings. Um, exercises for training your glutes. Now there's so many. So many exercises throughout there. And again, this is, this, I think there's over like, over 100 or 200, in fact, of exercises you can do. Exercises is like a Bulgarian split squat, hip thrust, a clam, uh, you know, a, a full single leg glute bridge, a quadruped hip extension, which is what I saw before, um, glute ham raise, uh, you know, hyperextension, which is the sometimes can be confused as a low back extension. Um, if you tuck your chin in more and almost looks like you're rounding your back when you're doing back extension, the lower the lower phase to the middle phase of the rep can really help you target your glutes if fired correctly. And again, don't add weight unless doing body weight for you is, is something you can master because that's going to end up in you you know, damaging your lower back and getting getting exercise done wrong, which can effectively can hit your back. So, yeah. So, glute back extension. So, lower low back extensions, glute focused. That can be one, a really good one for activating and breaking down fibres there. Very thirsty today. So far, so good. My dog hasn't said a word. or bothered me. So, I was just sitting there stretching. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I wanted to move on to from more of a sports point of view. And listen, to those who don't play sports, this can benefit you a lot in terms of gym performance. So when it comes to any sport field, so let's put some sport out there, rugby or football. Those who require quite explosive movements through their sport. So if you play rugby, or if you play a right wing or a left wing or even a centre forward or whichever in football. Any sport that requires quite fast acceleration, notice where the acceleration comes from first. So imagine yourself standing up and you want to go from where you are now to, I don't know, 100 meters away as fast as possible. The first, first muscle group to be engaged and activated there is going to be your glutes. So all that power in acceleration Majorly, major, majorly comes from your glutes. So, why major sports people and why people who you know play for certain teams don't train the glutes even more and make this a priority is is somewhat confusing to me because not only from a performance point of view, so it's going to make you sprint faster off the mark. It's going to increase your speed as well overall. So. It's going to increase your type two fibres, so that's more of a of a fast twitch. So, so your type two muscle fibres the ones where you know quite explosive, use a lot in weight training, use a lot in like glycolic sports. So, again, find a lot in sprint work in you know Olympic lifting or powerlifting or football sports, whichever, whichever one applies to you, or even in the gym, maybe do sprints on a treadmill, or again for certain leg exercises can be really, really beneficial to you. Um, but yeah, in regards to injury prevention, now, if you do play sport or football, you've probably heard of ACL injuries. Now, I don't claim to be this strength and conditioning god or, or whichever. There's just things I've went off my own back and researched and, and found out for, for this podcast entirely and Over the past few months, I have been researching this and I found it quite interesting that most of ACL injuries, that's ACL stands for anterior cruciate ligament, a lot of these injuries are actually caused by either a tightness or a weakness in the glute fibres. So that's the muscle going from your hip joint to knee joint. That's going to be a very important factor is to incorporate some glute work in there to prevent injury from there and again if you don't play sports anyway you're you kind of depending on, on how intense you train then this can be important for you as well. So yeah not only sports people benefit from that as well but a lot more gym based program people as well. Um, So if you attend the gym Shh, dog quiet if you attend the gym and you do quite intense work then you can also benefit from this but again, it depends on how intense you want to put your programs to it. So, yeah, so far so good. We are fifteen minutes in. I'm dying for another surrogate of me me tea, So sweet. So again, yeah, it's been it's been a few months that's really interested me in in like exercise and glutes and just. Just focusing on them as well, and like I said before, guys, I'm the name drop. Uh, I'm, I th- I think I'm pronouncing his name right. It's going to be at Brett Contreras on Instagram. If you have any interest on training glutes, then go and check out his page. He is a glute, glute guy. He is, he is the he's got a PhD in strength and conditioning. He is you know he is the one to go to to get information about your glutes. Uh, but yeah he also talks very interestingly in his books as well about females now females listen to this you know perk your ears up this can be quite interesting and i found this as well with clients i've had so this is my personal findings um females in the gym so again this can be males as well not just being you know all one-sided here and Whatever people might call me, all for females or massages, whatever. I don't really care. Um, this has been what I've found in clients of mine with an anterior pelvic tilt. So let's look at the female anatomy. So, females' hips are naturally wider than men's, obviously, because childbirth reasons, etc. etc. Not getting into that, but. If you look at the structure of female hips, they can be either anterior, anteriorly tilted. So if they got a pelvic tilt, this might appear like they're always, you know, sticking their asses out, and they have a quite, you know, I can't describe. It, like looks like the the bend in the lower back, so their ass sticking out more. So sometimes this can naturally be occurred in in females or a posterior pelvic tilt. So it's going to be the opposite of what I've just explained. So the pelvis tilted one side or the other can often depend on muscular imbalances. So, like I said before, when a female's got an anterior pelvic tilt, this is when you know a common common symbol is a solo back. So, if you have a solo back, if you're female and you've got a, a tilted pelvis, it can be down to your core muscles and abdominal muscles being quite weak, and your glutes as well. So, again, if if you can relate to this, great. So, if you have got an anterior pelvic tilt, you find yourself quite quad dominant. So, if you find yourself quite strong in your, in your quads, then then you can't appear to be, you know, either one side stronger than the other, whatever. Like hamstrings can be tight or weak. And your glutes can be weak as well, especially. So incorporating glutes into your workouts can be quite beneficial to you in terms of helping strengthen and, and fixing that tilt. Um, so, yeah, this can be very, very handy for females as well. So, my dog's just sitting there, just really creating noise. I'm sorry if you can hear that, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely annoying. Um, but she won't leave me alone. and um, She's cute, so I'll allow it for now. But yeah, just to recap that, um, if you are a female and you've got an anterior pebble tilt, maybe f- focus on more posterior training. So more glute training, more hamstring, and on top of that, more core. So you're going to fix that lower back issue. And as a result of that, I mean, I don't know about you, but a sore lower back can be can be quite annoying sometimes, and can get in the way of a lot of things, and can actually put people off exercise in total, in total. So, a prevention of that can be an overall winner for me. Um, so, yeah, again, absolutely nuggets there of information for you. So, just to recap, um, I've put it down to four, four benefits um, of training glutes, and why you should train glutes in the first place. So, number one is postural improvements. So it's going from an anterior pelvic tilt or posterior pelvic tilt to you know to balancing out each side and and creating a much more pain-free environment for yourself and better posture as well. Uh, number two is again injury and pain prevention. So you're gonna have much more of a a better time in the gym, creating sitting exercises or doing sitting exercises, so you say and just again having a comfy life uh, and sports as well from a sports point of view you can prevent, prevent a, lot of, a lot of injuries that can do you, you know, a, a world of bad when it comes to playing um, 3. Increased athleticism so you can off the mark be more accelerative so you can accelerate off the mark quicker you can be more explosive in your training and yeah that's number 3 and four is physique improvements. I mean, yeah, on top of that, you're going to have, you know, a better set of glutes. I mean, who does one and a nice horse? <laughs> Pretty much. That's going to be number four on my list. That's going from the most important there to the least important. So posture improvements, In, uh, words, injury and pain prevention increased athleticism and physique improvements so yeah that's going to be pretty much again this is just a brief brief episode of of why you should train glutes and again about training the not just not just single leg all the time and not just sorry not sorry not like just standard both leg training like a leg press for example you going to be find more beneficial to you from doing unilateral training and just breaking down one side of the leg at a time. It's going to be more intense as well because, again, try it next time you're in the gym. Just try it. I mean, focus on isolating one side at a time and you'll find it's so much harder and challenging and it's going to be a good little mix-up for your workouts as well. So give that a try and, again, tell me what you think of that. Um... And yeah, from training your glutes from a perspective as well, it's going to end up in a lot of, of, a, of a better lifestyle. She just went down from there, the couch. She's sniffing everywhere now. So yeah. So guys, again, hope that gives you a little bit of an insight of why you should train glutes there. Um, again, for a lot more of a in-depth, you know, in-depth read of. Of why you should train glutes i'm going to link um the instagram bio for Brett Contreras in the show notes again this is someone who's spent years researching glutes so this is going to be someone who's more qualified in that field than than someone who's just spent a, a few weeks last month studying on the topic so again if you're interested guys please 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 i'm just interested in giving you as much value as can so please check out this page and again if you if you do try any of the exercises you've heard today or if you if you do find this episode if you are listening now and you gain any value from this again be sure to to let me know to give me you know give me taggy Instagram stories take a screenshot um put on your story at WardFitnessPT on Instagram. You can also find me on LinkedIn as Chris Ward. And my website is going to be online training. That's W A R D F I T O N L I N E T R A I N I N G dot com. So, yeah, check me out from there, guys. Um, and again, if you are interested in. And sign up for this this September's 12-week fat loss course nutrition, then I'm going to link them up in the show notes as well. But, yeah, I hope you gained some clarity from this or some, again, valuable information. Uh, To find out more or to to get more of uh, an in-depth, you know, conversation about glutes, then, again, speak to me or speak to either reach out to Brett Contreras or myself on Instagram or via email and yeah i will i'll leave it there for now guys but thanks for listening and i'll see you on the next podcast bye thanks for listening to get more on fitness with chris ward check out ward on instagram wardfitnesspt, pt facebook WardFit. fit be sure to leave us a review on itunes